Sylvia, the Elf Who Saved Christmas, written and read by T.J. Tooley, and introducing Kyla Butner as Sylvia. Edgar sprinted down the hallway as fast as his little elf legs could carry him. As he turned a corner, he slammed into a couple of toy shop workers on their break. Sorry, so sorry. Have either of you seen Santa? Nope. Not since this morning. What about Esther? Edgar asked as he caught his breath. Esther was the head of Edgar's department, Dark, which stood for Delivery, Assistance, and Record Keeping. Santa himself had created the Dark Elves almost 200 years ago. He had been struggling to keep up with the population growth and was almost caught four times in the same year. As much as it pained him to admit it, he needed help. Santa decided that the good kids should not have to be punished for him being spread too thin, so he made the hard choice to give up delivering coal to the kids on the naughty list. The Dark Elves oversee the coal operation from mining to delivery. Every Christmas, Dark Elves in teams of two will take a mini sleigh full of coal pulled by a single reindeer. Just like Santa, they would of course have a few extra presents with their lumps of coal, just in case any kids switched from the naughty list to the nice list, but that rarely happened after Santa took off for his delivery. And so it was that children would only receive a visit from Santa himself if they were good. Victor sent me to find Santa, and believe me, it's urgent, Edgar said as he started running down the hallway again. If you see Santa, tell him to go see Victor. Edgar believed that Victor had the best job in the world. He gets to monitor the naughty nice list. The magical list was capable of updating five times per minute. Every child, from the moment they are born until the moment they stop believing, are on the list. Edgar loved to see all of the naughty list kids move to the nice list. The list was divided into time zones and then by city. As children traveled to their relatives' houses, their names would move across the list to that town. Victor would work with Esther, the head of Dark, every year to map out the best delivery routes for the Dark Delivery Elves. Santa, of course, did not need help with planning a delivery route because of how magical and fast he was. He may need help planning a route this year, Edgar thought to himself. Where is Santa? As he rounded another corner, he ran into and accidentally tackled an unsuspecting elf. Oof! Ah! Ow! Edgar said as he rubbed his head. He looked to his right and saw the elf he had ran over rubbing her head too. He leapt up and ran to her side. Goodness, are you okay? I'm okay, she said as she took Edgar's hand. Have you seen Santa? He asked as he helped her to her feet. No, I haven't, she said. She looked a bit shocked by how frantic he seemed. That's okay. If you see him, tell him Victor is looking for him. I will, she answered. Hey, before you go, can you tell me where the dark office is? I'm supposed to be meeting someone named Edgar there soon. Edgar gasped as he suddenly remembered the appointment as well. Oh my goodness! Hi, Sylvia, he said as he reached out his hand. I'm Edgar from Dark. You're meeting with me so I can show you around. It's your first day. I'm so excited. Oh! <laughs> she said with a laugh as she shook his hand. Pleased to meet you, Edgar. Shall I show you to our offices? He asked as he gestured down the hall. Actually, should we go find Santa first? She asked with a smile. Santa, right, yes, thank you. Edgar was clearly frazzled, but he shook it off and the two elves started running. Maybe he's in the stables checking out the reindeer, Edgar suggested. He's not, I just came from there. Sylvia shouted as she tried to keep pace with him. Edgar oversees the reindeer and the mini sleighs that the dark elves take out when they deliver coal. He saw potential in Sylvia 
when he had observed her and the stable elves and told her supervisor that he wanted her to apply for Dark. Right, you worked in the stables. Did you work there for long? Edgar asked as they ran. Yep, I was there for almost 400 years. I just always wanted a chance to fly with them, not just take care of them from the ground. Edgar could relate to that. He had been working in the toy factory for almost 600 years before he decided to take a risk and join the newly created Dark Elves. Helping Santa meant bringing joy to children everywhere. He felt there was no higher calling. Maybe we should check the coal mines, he suggested. I need to take you there for our tour sometime anyway, so we might as well go now, right? Works for me, Sylvia agreed. The two elves sprinted out of the workshop doors and into the sunny North Pole day. They darted across the snow-covered ground, leaving tiny footprints behind. Elves weigh so little that their feet do not sink in the snow. Have you ever been to the mines? Edgar yelled over the wind. Never! She yelled back. Edgar saw an opportunity to share some of the history of Dark. He was a bit of a North Pole history nut. Thousands of years ago, when Santa first came to the North Pole, he needed a place to live. He found a cave to shelter himself from the weather, and inside, he met the elves who had become the first factory workers. They became friends and helped him build the workshop and the stables. They tamed the reindeer and started building toys together. Santa knew that some kids were nice and some kids were naughty. He saw that the elves would send their naughty kids to the mines to bring more coal to keep the workshop warm. This gave Santa the idea of giving lumps of coal to all the naughty kids. It wasn't a toy, but if the family needed it, it could be used for warmth. Edgar and Sylvia stopped in front of a large sculpture of Santa and the first elves near the entrance to the mines. They sculpted this together as a reminder to future generations of the love that built the Christmas spirit as we know it today. It's beautiful, Sylvia said as she admired the stonework. Even a lump of coal can bring light and warmth in the darkest of places. All you have to do is light the flame. Edgar and Sylvia continued running and stopped when they were at the entrance to the mine. Sylvia looked up in awe as they walked through the wide mouth of the cave. The walls were dark, but the room was well lit by the many torches hanging on the walls. It's so hot in here, Sylvia remarked as she took off her gloves, hat, and jacket. The mining equipment, the fire from the torches, and the black coal walls keeping the heat inside make this the hottest place on the North Pole, Edgar said proudly. Let's go by Leaf's office and see if he's seen Santa. Who is Leaf? asked Sylvia. Right, you're new here and haven't been here before, Edgar reminded himself. Leaf is the mining department head. He ensures there is enough coal for the naughty list and all of the buildings up here at the North Pole. He's a little rough around the edges, but he is super nice and loves what he does. Sylvia thought Leaf sounded like an interesting elf. Seeing the coal operation made her even more excited to be a dark elf. They climbed three flights of stairs and saw a wooden door in the wall of the cave itself. Edgar knocked on it rhythmically. Leaf, it's Edgar. Is Santa here? He called through the door. After a few moments, Edgar knocked again, and the door opened to reveal a short, plump elf with a short-sleeved flannel shirt and overalls. His long gray hair and mustache were almost as long as he was tall. Sylvia guessed that it had to be Leaf. You know I can't hear anything through this door, Edgar. How many times do I have to tell you? Sorry, Leaf, Edgar said impatiently. Is Santa here? Aye, he is. Come on in, Leaf said with a hearty chuckle. And who might you be? I'm Sylvia, formerly of the Stable Elves and new Dark Recruit. 
Well, pleasure to meet you, Sylvia, Leif said as he shook her hand violently. Come on in. Edgar had ran ahead and saw Santa watching mine cars roll by while drinking a mug of hot cocoa. Santa, he said as he ran over to him. Edgar? Santa said, looking alarmed at the out-of-breath elf. What's wrong? Victor sent me to find you. He said it's urgent. I see, Santa said with a concerned look on his face. He chugged the rest of his cocoa and put on his coat. I should have known it would happen this year. Santa ran back to the workshop while Edgar and Sylvia struggled to keep up. Their little elf legs were much shorter than Santa's, so they quickly fell behind. When they opened the doors to the dark headquarters, they saw Santa and Victor inspecting the nice list. What is it? Edgar asked as he tried to catch his breath. It's the colony, Victor said with a concerned look on his face. Oh, oh no, already? Edgar said as he began to pace around the room. You must be Sylvia, Victor said as he walked over to her and shook her hand. It's very nice to meet you. I would love to chat, but things are a bit chaotic at the moment. Oh, that's okay, Sylvia said. I'm excited to be here and help with the chaos. As he quickly walked away, Sylvia looked at Edgar with a puzzled look on her face. Which colony? Why is it causing chaos? Christmas is still six months away. Edgar gulped and wiped sweat from his little elf forehead. The colony, he emphasized, as in the first Martian colony, the one that has only been inhabited by humans for 18 months? I read about that. That's the one where every space program in the world combined resources for the first time and established the One Earth flag. Such a huge moment for the humans. Right, that, Edgar said as he began pacing again. You know that Santa and Dark deliver to every child naughty and nice on Christmas Eve, right? Right. And you know that Santa created Dark because he was being spread too thin and couldn't hit every house in one night, right? Oh. Oh is right. Because that was every house on Earth. Now we have to deal with something we have never dealt with before. The first child has been born on Mars. The next three months were hectic. Esther, Leif, Victor, and Edgar were all assigned to the Mars problem on top of their daily work, which meant that Sylvia had to help cover all of their jobs. She didn't mind, though. She relished the opportunity to learn so much so quickly. She didn't get to work with her much, but Sylvia admired Esther's leadership. She had met her on the day the first child on Mars was born, and she quickly showed Sylvia what each dark elf did. She learned how Esther created the delivery routes for the dark delivery elves. She learned how Leaf monitored the mining operations. She learned how Victor monitored the naughty nice list and how he recorded the changes. And she saw how Edgar oversaw maintenance of the sleighs and the health of the dark reindeer. She especially enjoyed checking the nice list and seeing baby Ruby's name separated from the others because Liz didn't know how to process her time zone or region. The first child of Mars, unique in the universe. Sylvia hoped more than anything that the Dark Elves would figure out how Santa could visit her. Less than a month later, Sylvia noticed another name next to Ruby's. Then a week later, there was another. More babies were being born on Mars. At that point, Victor and Esther desperately needed to begin planning the delivery routes, but they were also working day and night with Santa to solve the Mars problem. A year on Mars is almost two Earth years, but the days were only an hour longer. From what they could tell, the colonists were planning to celebrate Earth holidays like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and New Year's at the same time Earth did to feel close to home. So here they were, three months from Christmas Eve 
and Ruby now had six friends. When Esther and Victor had no choice but to finalize the delivery routes that Sylvia had mostly finished, they asked her to take their places in solving the Mars problem. Only a month later, Edgar needed to ensure the reindeer for Santa and Dark were prepared and the sleighs were all functional. Leaf needed to ensure the coal mining operation would finish on time. This left Sylvia and Santa to solve the big problem alone. Santa's sleigh was magical, and it could fly very high in the sky. But even if he could breathe in space, he couldn't travel fast enough to get to Mars and back to Earth in just one night. Santa's magic sleigh flew fast, but not that fast. He showed Sylvia the project he had been working on since the Mars colony was established. In his private workshop was something unlike anything Sylvia had ever seen. Santa called it his shooting star. It was a sleigh, but smaller, and almost shaped like an icicle, a small pointed in the front and larger in the back. It was painted a dazzling white and had small flecks of blue in it. Like his main sleigh, it was powered by magic and children who believed in him, but the special sleigh had an engine that stored and ran on starlight. He told Sylvia that he and Esther had loaded it up and taken it on a few test runs to see if he can get to Mars and back fast enough. They tried leaving from different points in the route and with different present and coal weight, but they took too long every time. Sylvia asked him if they had tried without the presence in coal. He said they never considered it because he would need at least the presence in coal for the Mars kids. After a night of crunching numbers together, Sylvia had a brilliant idea. She presented her thoughts to Santa, who seemed very intrigued by her plan. After working out some minor details with Santa, he gave her a big hug. Thank you, Sylvia. You may have just saved Christmas. You want to do what? Edgar had not reacted to Sylvia's plan the way she had expected. Walk me through it again, Esther said as she looked over the hand-drawn plans. So basically, Santa will deliver his route like he originally planned, and the dark delivery elves will deliver the coal based on the routes you and Victor planned with no changes. Sylvia looked around the room and made sure the others were following along with what she was saying. After he delivers to the last house on Earth, Santa will be met by Edgar in his icicle-looking sleigh. They will trade, and Santa will blast off to Mars. Which is great, except it can't go fast enough to make it there and back in time, Esther said, sounding unconvinced. He and I tried it more times than I can count. You never tried without the extra weight, Sylvia explained. She pointed to her sketches. Without the weight of presents and coal, and by stripping down the entire sleigh to the bare minimum parts, it can go fast enough to get to Mars before Christmas morning. He doesn't need to worry about getting back to Earth on Christmas Eve, because it will be his last stop. And you will be bringing the presents and coal to Mars yourself before Santa gets there? Esther asked skeptically. Santa wants to modify one of the dark sleighs to travel through space and run on starlight as well. It will be loaded up with all of the presents and coal for Mars, and I will fly it there as fast as I can. I will find the colony and wait. The sleigh will act like a beacon for Santa's icicle. He would then take the presents from my sleigh, deliver all of them, and tow me and my sleigh back to Earth. Sylvia watched proudly as Esther, Victor, Leif, and Edgar all took turns looking over and discussing her plans. It looked like they might be on board. It's risky, Esther said as she rolled the plans up. 
especially with how quickly we have to modify the dark sleigh. I can't guarantee that nothing will go wrong. I volunteered to do this, said Sylvia. It's my idea and nobody else should have to take the risk. As long as you are okay with this, I will support you, Esther said with a smile. We will do everything we can to keep you safe. Esther asked Santa to show the others his space sleigh. They walked into his private workshop and took it all in. Wow, it's beautiful. It really does look like an icicle. Yeah, Santa, you should have called it that. Santa chuckled and hugged the group. Let's get to work, Esther said. Christmas Eve is only two weeks away. For the next two weeks, Sylvia worked harder than she had ever worked before. She and Edgar got to work on modifying a sleigh for her and removing unnecessary weight from it and Santa's icicle. The rest of the elves finished their jobs like any other year, but with new excitement. Could Santa and the unknown elf from the stables bring Christmas all the way to Mars in one night? Sylvia was excited and nervous. Before she knew it, the day before Christmas Eve had arrived, she was in dark headquarters with Santa and the division leaders doing their final checks. I think we're ready, Santa said as he proudly looked at them. This Christmas would not have been possible without all of your help. Let's hear it for Sylvia, Esther said as she held up her cocoa mug. She was thrown into the craziest days I have experienced in my 800 years here at the North Pole and never cracked under the pressure. The elf who brought Christmas to Mars, Edgar yelled as he smiled at her. Cheers. Sylvia drank her cocoa and smiled back. She was so proud of the work she had done since joining Dark. She was nervous at first, but she felt like she truly earned her place in the group in just six short months. Thank you all. I had the best teachers any elf could ever want, and now I am part of the greatest team the North Pole will ever know. They finished their cocoa and said goodnight. Sylvia noticed that Santa stayed behind to look over the delivery routes again. Staying up late? She asked. Just checking this twice, Santa said with a smile. It'll be close. Even with your amazing plan, we will still be pushing it. Sylvia took his hand and smiled at him. I believe in you. All the elves here do. All the children of Earth do. And soon all of the children on Mars will too. You've got this. Santa wiped a tear from his eye and gave her a big hug. Thank you, Sylvia. You have a big day tomorrow. Go get some sleep. She wished him good night and headed to bed. She was so excited that she couldn't sleep. She kept thinking about how amazing it would be to fly through space. She had the chance to do something no elf in history had done before. On top of that, she got to carry presents for Santa. A few months ago, she was just an elf who worked in the stables. But now, she was a dark elf who worked directly with the division leaders and Santa and personally gets to help deliver the first presents to another planet. As she smiled to herself, she slowly drifted off to sleep. Sylvia awoke to the sound of excitement in the workshop. The last present must have been wrapped. Every Christmas Eve morning, they throw a huge party in the workshop once the last present has been wrapped and sent to the stables to be loaded into Santa's magic sack. This year, she was going to skip the party and do final checks on Santa's and her space sleighs, she decided that she could swing by the party and grab a mug of cocoa and a cookie on her way out to the stables. As she watched the other elves celebrate, she grew more and more excited for the party 
that would happen when she and Santa made it back to Earth. It will truly be a night the North Pole will never forget. She helped Edgar do final checks on all the dark sleighs, her personal sleigh, and Santa's icicle. Everything seemed good to go. She even watched her sleigh get loaded with presents for the Mars children. After everything was checked, it was time for one last dark meeting in the mines. Esther and Leif spend every Christmas Eve morning in the mines, ensuring the coal is properly packaged and distributed to the small dark sleighs and to the buildings. Sylvia, Edgar, and Victor met up at the workshop and headed over together. Victor was constantly checking the naughty nice list for last-minute changes. Sylvia admired his work ethic and attention to detail. When they reached the mines, Santa was with Esther and Leif, double-checking the coal going to the naughty list kids. Even though they were naughty, Santa wanted them to be good quality. They all went to Leif's office and sat around the table. Well, today's the day, Esther said with a big smile. I'm so proud of the work that each and every one of you has done, especially in the last six months. Division leaders, is everything ready? The reindeer and dark sleighs are ready to go, no issues, said Edgar. The last coal for delivery has been packaged and loaded into the dark sleighs, Leif added. This list has only changed twice today, and Santa has already been briefed on the two children, Victor said while continuing to look at the list. Alrighty. Esther said, before locking eyes with Sylvia. Is everything in your division ready, Sylvia? Oh. Sylvia said, taken aback. I'm not a division leader, but the space slays are ready, no issues. She felt her little elf cheeks blush from embarrassment. Wrong, Esther said in a serious tone. She secretly slipped her hand into her pocket. Wrong? Sylvia asked as she began to panic. Is something wrong with my sleigh? Is something wrong with the icicle? I mean, Santa's sleigh? Relax, Sylvia. It's not that, Esther said while holding back laughter. Sylvia looked around and noticed that everyone else was laughing too. What had she missed? Why was Esther walking towards her with her hands behind her back? Sylvia, we knew you were special from your first day. Edgar said he sensed greatness in you when he met you in the stables and he was right. You were going to be just another dark delivery elf, but we kept you around in the leadership because we knew we would be better with you. I said you were wrong because you said you weren't a division leader. Santa, would you like to do the honors? Sylvia held back tears as she watched Esther hand Santa a small box. Sylvia, you are a very special elf indeed. You stepped up and ran dark when I pulled the division leaders away to work on the Mars problem and we didn't solve it until you came in. Your brilliance and ingenuity and bravery may have saved Christmas for generations to come. So as a thank you for all you have done and because of the trust we all have in you, I am naming you Division Leader of Icicle, a new specialized task force within DARK that is designed specifically to tackle Mars and other space-related problems we may face. You will have a crew of as many Dark Elves as you need assigned to report to you and make next year's Christmas even better. He opened the box and revealed her Dark Elves Wings pin and leadership badge which had the letters I-C-I-C-L-E engraved on its face. What does it stand for? Sylvia asked as she wiped away tears. It stands for Interstellar Christmas Implementation and Creative Logistics Elves, 
Esther said proudly. I can't think of anyone better suited for this role than you. Congratulations. The other elves got up and hugged Sylvia. This is the most amazing gift I have ever received, Sylvia said through tears. Thank you all so very much. As the first time zone began to sleep, all delivery elves joined Santa and his sleigh on the runway. Tonight, we work hard to fill the lives of children everywhere with magic and wonder, Santa yelled from his sleigh. This night is more important than any others in the last thousand years. I trust each and every one of you to do what must be done as quickly and safely as possible. Good luck and Merry Christmas to you all. With a crack of the reins, his reindeer began running forward and took off into the night. The first time zone's dark elves, with their mini sleighs full of coal, followed taking off one by one, pulled by a single reindeer that someday might pull Santa's sleigh. As soon as they were off, Sylvia lined her sleigh up on the runway. Hers had no reindeer, but stored magic and starlight. She was ready. With a final wave to her new dark friends, she took off. It was much faster than Sylvia had expected. She was pressed to the back of her seat as the sleigh launched into the night sky. Her eyes were watering, but she couldn't help but smile. This was the most exciting thing she had ever done. As the sleigh left Earth's atmosphere, she felt herself become weightless. She took a breath and looked back at the most beautiful sight she had ever seen, the Earth from space. There's nothing quite like it. No picture could ever do it justice. Sylvia grabbed the controls and headed in the direction of the red planet. Space was very cold. Sylvia wrapped herself up in a thick blanket and rubbed her small elf hands together for warmth. The initial excitement about being in space wore off, and the trip began to feel very long. She was halfway there, and she began to grow tired. She needed to focus. She thought about Ruby and all of the other children on Mars who were relying on her to get their presents to their home. She thought about Santa and the elves back at the North Pole. They would be tracking Santa's progress as dark delivery elves returned from one time zone to resupply and take off again for another region. They would also be waiting for Santa to return with her. She reached for her dark wings and her icicle badge. She earned this. She can do this. With renewed hope and confidence, she began repeating to herself, For Ruby. For Ruby. For Ruby. After another hour or so, she started to see the red planet. It grew larger and larger as she approached. Her excitement was back. She was the first elf to see the planet this close up. She began to prepare her sleigh for Santa's arrival. The presents had all been strapped down for the liftoff and quick travel to Mars. Sylvia giggled as the presents began floating around the sleigh with her. She pulled out Santa's backup magic sack and loaded it with the presents. She looked up and saw the colony on the surface of the planet. Through a small window, she could see a baby sleeping in a crib. She looked closely and saw the little girl had a red shirt with the letter R on it. It was Ruby. Hey, sweet girl, Sylvia said as she began tearing up. My name is Sylvia. I came all the way from Earth to see you. You've been a very good girl, and Santa will be here very soon to give you presents. I'm so glad I get to meet you. As she smiled at the sleeping baby, she saw a shooting star quickly approaching. Santa! His icicle ship latched onto hers and brought it down to the planet's surface with it. He landed on the roof of the colony compound 
and climbed out of the sleigh. He opened up Sylvia's and gave her a huge hug. Sylvia, we did it, he said with the biggest smile she had ever seen, with almost an hour left on Christmas Eve. Well then, Sylvia said as she handed him the sack full of presents, we better get started. The rest of the Mars journey was a blur to Sylvia. She got to witness firsthand how quickly Santa could get the presents under each tree, stuff each stocking, and still find time for milk and cookies. She was amazed at the skills he had developed over the centuries. Just when she thought the trip couldn't get any more magical, Santa handed her a wrapped present. Open it, he said. It's the last present of the year. She opened it up and saw a book and a small doll inside. The doll looked exactly like Sylvia. She even had many dark wings and was holding an icicle. The book's title was Sylvia, the Elf Who Saved Christmas. Santa, this is amazing. I have one for you back at the workshop, he said as she gave him a hug. I thought you might want to deliver Little Miss Ruby's present yourself. Sylvia was overcome with emotions. She and Santa entered Ruby's family pod and quietly put the gift under the tree. Santa offered her a cookie and some milk, but she declined. Instead, she went over to Ruby's room. She reached her small elf hand through the bars of the crib and held Ruby's tiny hand in hers. I'll see you next year, sweetheart. Read about Sylvia the elf and know that I will make sure every Christmas for you is magical. Sylvia and Santa jumped back into his icicle-shaped sleigh and took off for Earth. Santa told her about the crazy stories from the night, like pets waking up, almost getting caught by a little boy who had to use the restroom, and flying faster than he ever had before in his icicle. He asked her about her night and what could be changed for future Christmas Eves after even more children are born. Sylvia couldn't believe how amazing her life was, and as she watched Mars disappear behind her, she began to get more excited. More babies meant a new challenge for her and her new division, Icicle. As she began mentally planning the future, she thought about little Ruby and her friends playing with all of their new presents. For the children of Mars and a happy Christmas for all those living on another planet, Icicle will be there. Thank you so much for checking out Sylvia, the elf who saved Christmas and featuring the podcast premiere of This Girl, Kyla Butner. Thank you so much for you being here. It was awesome to have you and I to have a different voice. I love being here. love being here. So yes, if you like this, please share it with your friends and family, get in the Christmas spirit. If you haven't followed the show's social media accounts yet, I am at For the Love of Story with the number four on Twitter and Instagram and For the Love of Story podcast on Facebook. And that's where I'll be posting all of my new episodes and art, like the one I created for this episode myself. I'm very proud of that. You all are the best. I want to wish you a very happy holiday season. Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. Um, Stay tuned for some more episodes coming very soon. So until next time, we have been yours truly. Kyla. And Tuli. Test, test, test. 
Sylvia, the elf who saved Christmas. Test, test, test. Go ahead and say something, Kyla. Anything. Anything. Doesn't matter. Written words. and ready by TJ Julian. <laughs> oh, no. Perfect. Perfect. Santa. Santa. Well, do your reading voice. Santa! Oh, my God. She looked a bit shocked by how fresh shocked. <laughs> shocked. Shocked, I tell shocked, you. Shocked, I say. I'll see you next year, sweetheart. Read about Sylvia. No. Ah. Ah. Ah.